Welcome to the Joe Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Don Gonzalez. Joe Catholic is a lay apostolate formed in the fall of 2004 and then revamped to its current structure in the spring of 2009. According to the Second Vatican Council, the function of the apostolate is to influence the temporal order and cultural milieu into conformity with Christian ideals. It's in that light that our mission is to help equip everyday, ordinary people with the tools to evangelize and answer the universal call to holiness. We hope that this podcast helps do that and encourages you to pursue a deeper understanding of our rich Catholic faith. Welcome back to the Joe Catholic Podcast. You've probably noticed that we've fallen behind at least one episode, and really we're probably behind two. And I want to apologize for that, and I'd also like to explain. Two weeks ago, at one of our regular Joe Catholic workshops, we had a very robust conversation about Pope Francis's approach to the, to the change in the catechism. And this led to a different discussion than we had expected. We were originally only going to talk about the three Ds dogma, doctrine, and disciplines, because that seemed to be a focus of the discussion that we'd had two weeks prior about the change itself. Instead, the conversation veered towards criticism of Pope Francis's leadership style and his perceived attacks against U.S. Catholics, particularly those in the pro-life movement and those that self-identify as traditional Catholics. This all happened just a few days after the Pennsylvania Grand Jury Report was released, and it was too early in the uproar for us to really talk about that, and honestly, I misjudged the pulse of the men. Anyway, I had promised the guys before we started rolling tape that I'd stop recording when the discussion began immediately after the talk. But what happened was, is that the discussion started almost immediately, and it was impossible for me to stop the recording, and nobody seemed to mind. The consequence of this is that the audio in that, from that workshop is, at some times it is poor. So I'm going to have to clean that up, and I also need to double check to make sure that all of the men are okay with me publishing that section. I think I'm going to be okay with that. So my intention is to publish that in the next week or so so that I can get that out to you. And again, that'll be a follow-up to a podcast that we did um, three weeks ago on the changes to the catechism. I also intend in the next couple of days to publish a bonus episode immediately after this one that reflects on the readings from the 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time. And in addition to that, do a quick overview of what I call the theology of work in acknowledgement of Labor Day. Finally, I hope that in the coming week, Wednesday in particular, to meet with my friend Mark to have an honest discussion about the scandals and the implications of the Vigano 
testimony that was released on August 25th. For now, I would like to share a clip from the conclusion of that conversation where we shifted our attention to discussing what our role as the laity is and how we can engage people who don't necessarily agree with our way of living or thinking as it relates to our Catholic faith and how we can go about in our daily lives of pursuit of bringing souls to Christ. I hope you enjoy this small clip and uh, keep a lookout in the next two days or so for another episode and then immediately after that at the end of the week we hope to have another one and that'll get us caught up. Thanks a lot for listening. I said last week when we had our discussion that I've struggled from the very beginning to warm up to Pope Francis, but I've never shared that publicly. And I really what I did is more than reflecting on what he said, I was started reflecting on me. Like, I've obviously not warmed up to this guy. He's not Pope Benedict. He's not John Paul II. Deal with it. What is he trying to do as our leader? And the first thing that came to my mind was, I'm not smarter than the Holy Spirit. There's a reason why the Holy Spirit chose Pope Francis. That's number one. Number two is I've started to really think about, like Mark said, what is the long game? What, and I've accepted the fact that Pope Francis likes things to be messy. And I think that part of that is that he wants there to be this debate and discussion. And that's just my opinion. But I think that at least what I've tried to do is give him the benefit of the doubt. So I too felt the same way when I heard or read the comment about Americans and abortion. But then it made me think this. It made me think about the interactions I had with everyday people. That if I start off with hitting somebody in the face with what I disagree with them about, I'm going to shut off dialogue. That doesn't mean that I water down what I believe. It, what, it, what it means is I, too, have to play the long game. Okay? And the long game is the salvation of souls. It's not about winning arguments. Okay? And, so, and Matthew can tell you this because early on, I was that guy that just wanted to win arguments and hit him over the head with the catechism. What it requires is us investing times and developing friendship with people that we disagree with. One of the things that moved me considerably when Justice Scalia died. Now, I'm a, I'm a constitutional nerd and geek. You know, I had a favorite Supreme Court justice, and it was Scalia. All right? He was as conservative as conservative comes on the court. I learned after his death that he and Ginsburg, who is far, far to the left as he is to the right, they would get together, their families would get together for dinner once a week. They would travel together. They were friends. And it strikes me that one of the challenges that we have in our society today is that we spend too much time being around like-minded people and we're not going out into the world and engaging people that disagree with us and starting friendships with those people. You've heard me talk a number of times about my friend who's an atheist. Little by little, those conversations are starting to grow into areas where we disagree, and I see the needle shifting. Now, this has been a six-year process, but I love him, 
as a friend, so don't I want him, don't I want him to eventually come to the church and be saved, to make it to the beatific vision? Absolutely I do. So if I started off our conversations where you're an atheist, you're going to hell if you don't believe in Christ, that stops. There is no friendship. So my advice is for us to all become more introspective about how we engage people around us. This has been this is not anything new for Gonzalez. This has been the Joe Catholic theme from the very beginning. Is we I believe that our mission, our apostolate, is to engage in what I call, and I'm stealing this from San Jose Maria, is the apostolate of friendship. You can only be friends with so many people. If you remember the talk we did about friends, maybe ten. Okay, but you're probably only going to have about five really close friends. Engage those people, and maybe you don't start off talking about these sort of things. I promise you, people know where you stand. They know that you live it. That's the other thing. We've got to live it 24-7, because just like kids are, they will, people that don't believe what you believe will see the inconsistencies and think you're a hypocrite. All right? So... We have to be the difference makers. We have to be the ones that are willing to listen. Like, whoo, that's a challenge for Gonzalez. Like, I, I've, I've shut down a number of friends of mine because I was way too quick to want to win the argument. And I don't know if it's me getting older or me being a grandfather, but me calming down. Barbers. <clears throat> <laughs> well, grace can work through the ordinary, right? Right? Maybe grace is working through my old age or, be, or, or grandfatherhood. I don't know. But whatever it is, it's made me step back and listen to people. Doesn't mean I agree with them. It's listening to them and playing the long game because we are the ones that are out in the world. If they're not going to hear it from us, if look, if, if Catholics... Don't listen to the Pope. If Catholics don't listen to the bishops, if Catholics sometimes don't listen to their priests, what are non-Catholics going to do? They're going to get their information from Huffington Post, and they're not going to listen to what they're going to listen to you and the life that you live. And one of the things that Pope Francis has been talking about is being joyful, living the gospel of joy. And when people see that, and they see the way that you treat everybody, including the people that you don't like or the people that you disagree with, they're going to say, what's going on in that dude's life? I want that. And if you remember in Matthew, is that they will know that you are Christians by the way that you love. And that's when we'll win souls. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you liked what you heard, please like us on your preferred podcast listening platform. Also, please consider financially supporting our podcast by making a monthly contribution of $0.99, $4.99, or $9.99. You can do so by clicking the purple button at anchor.fm slash Catholic. If you would like to see show notes or learn more about the Joe Catholic Apostolate, please go to our website thejoecatholic.org. Thanks again for listening to the Joe Catholic Podcast.